0: Greetings everyone, my name's Jeremy McCandless and you're very welcome. This is the series I've entitled Sixty Six Books sixty six short podcasts that give a brief overview of the sixty six books of our Bible. And today you've reached the Book of Acts, the Book of the Spread of Christianity. Acts is widely recognised as the continuation of Luke's Gospel account. It is a pivotal book, a book of transition between the life of Christ and the continuing work of the Holy Spirit through the establishment of the Church and ordinary people. Luke has been called the greatest of all historians, ancient or modern. The title, Acts, comes from a word used in Greek literature used to summarise the accomplishments of outstanding people. Acts is an important book for our understanding of the origins and growth of the early church. Its longer title, The Acts of the Apostles, reflects the prominence of the early followers, apostles like Peter and John, in the early days of that church and its expansion. The book is particularly important also for our understanding of the writings of the New Testament as a whole. Paul's early letters all belong to the period of the Acts, and present-day readers will also understand all the remaining letters of the New Testament by various writers much better when they are familiar with the book of Acts. The author is not mentioned, but the first verse refers again to the former treatise sent to Theophilus. Luke, of course, wrote his gospel account to Theophilus, therefore it is reasonable to assume he is also the author of the Acts. The writer's interest in sickness, as well as his use of medical language, supports the notion that the author was indeed a physician. Although Luke was a doctor by profession, we are told that in Colossians chapter 4, he was also a skilled historian. Even secular historians today acknowledge him as a reliable writer whose record is a very valuable source of information on a period that changed the entire course of world history. He carefully dates the beginning of his story according to well-known events in secular history. Part of the Book of Acts are Luke's own eyewitness accounts, indicated by his repeated use of the terms we and us in some of his narratives. We also know that on two of Paul's missionary journeys, Luke spent some time travelling with him and he accompanying Paul on them and even accompanying him on his journey to Rome that concludes the book. It is worth noting also that church tradition has always ascribed this book to Luke himself. So who was it written to? Well, Luke abruptly ends the book with Paul waiting trial in Rome. Therefore Acts was completed prior Paul's trial. Furthermore it's worth noting that Acts says nothing of the persecution under Nero which was in 64 AD or Paul's death in 68 AD or even the destruction in Jerusalem a couple of years later. So since Paul came to Rome about 59 AD and that two years had passed when Acts closes we can therefore fairly confidently date the book at 61 AD. Acts was written to Theophilus, a Gentile government official, who was also a Christian. So it's not strictly a personal letter, but it's a rather a formal essay sent to someone of influence in order that it was, could be intended for publication. The message of the book is the continuing work of Jesus Christ. The message is Jesus continues his work by the Holy Spirit through men initially especially Peter and Paul but also from the Jews in Jerusalem to the Gentiles in Rome and then beyond. There are two major ways to view the structure of Acts. One is geographical and the other is biographical but either way the narrative is still played out across 11 main sections. Chapter 1 and 2 describe the birth of the church. Chapters 3 to 5 document its rapid growth and great popularity. Chapter 6 to 8 verse 3 look at changes and events that occur in Jerusalem. Then from chapter 8 verse 4 to 9.31 we see those events played out into Palestine and beyond. Then from halfway through chapter 9 to the end of chapter 12 we see the effect of the gospel as it works through Jerusalem and into the Gentile community. From there in chapters 13 and 14 we see the work and the message travel into Asia Minor. Then in, in the first half of chapter 15, we see the beginnings of some early problems in the church being addressed by both Luke's writing and the Acts of Paul himself. From chapter 1536 through to 1823, we see the message of the good news go into Europe. And then from 1823 to 2116, that same message comes back with people back into Asia Minor and Europe again, other areas of Europe again. And then towards the end of the book we see the beginnings of opposition and then Jerusalem is seen to finally reject the gospel. Then in the last four chapters 24 to 28 Paul says his farewells to the east and returns to Rome. So thinking about the purpose of this book Well, one of the purposes of Acts was to chronicle the spread of the work that was begun by Jesus Christ, which is then continued by the Holy Spirit through men from Jerusalem to Rome. There was a need for an accurate and authoritative account of the activities of the leading figures of that time, such as Peter and Paul, and even James and John to a lesser extent. It tells us that God witnessed through them both with signs and wonders and with various miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit according to his will. That's Hebrews 2.4 by the way. Thus the church is connected with the work of the risen and ascended Christ and is authenticated throughout this narrative story. Luke's entire story emphasizes the triumph of the Christian gospel and the life-giving blessing it brought to all people, regardless of race or location. Another secondary purpose of Acts was to defend Paul. Paul's authority is vindicated by demonstrating that he did everything the same as Peter did. His experience and his missionary labours, and especially his arrest and imprisonment, must be seen in that light. Luke asks and then answers questions regarding Paul, like was he an apostate from the law? Was he an imposter who deserved all the opposition and persecution he received? Or was he even an insurrectionist? Or better still, the answer is no, he was an instrument in the hand of God. So in summarizing this book, we can say that Luke wrote to Theophilus to inform him of the continuing work of Jesus Christ by the Holy Spirit through men, from the early apostles, from the Jews in Jerusalem to the Gentiles in Rome. God wants all believers to bear witness of Jesus Christ in the power of the Holy Spirit, beginning where they are currently situated, but to take it from there to the very ends of the earth. The book finishes by showing us how in only 30 years Christianity grew from a handful of believers in Jerusalem to a vast community that brought new life and new hope, not just to Asia Minor, but to Europe and even to Rome itself.